Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ray's Days, episode 96 of the show where I recap my week. And in great contrast to last week, I have been very unmotivated. Very unmotivated this week. Uh, it is, I don't know, I just so distracted, just not focused whatsoever. And maybe it was because I worked nonstop for the last two weeks from morning till night, really doing a lot of things. But uh, for whatever reason, the wind went out of my sails this week and I did not get that much stuff done. I still got everything done that I needed to get done. Uh, the big highlight for my week was I got my shelves finally, my, my shelving that I ordered. I was very excited about getting, strangely more excited about getting these, sh these shelving units than I was even getting my new laptop. Uh, because the laptop is like, I don't know, it's just, it's a tool that I use for work. It's not, I don't know, versus these shelves allowed me to rearrange my living space in a way that makes it easier and better for me to work. And will make it easier for me to store things. It just it, it felt more like an upgrade, whereas the laptop was more of a replacement. So I was stoked, and they showed up a little little early. So I decided to completely get them all get them all prepared, get them all set up, which was, you know, uh, sadly fun. <laughs> I I was so prepared. I had the space all cleared out for when they were showing up, uh, and uh, just ready to go when they did. Uh, and got everything set up, and it allows me to set up for this show slightly different. I just have it allows me for more space, more breathing room with everything because I have less things to set up and do and tear down at the end of the night. Um, so other than that, that was like the most productive thing I did was set up the shelves, which I only did kind of part. I mean, the shelves the shelves are completely set up, but the the aspect of actually going through and organizing everything and getting everything um, where it needs to go, primarily the over seventeen hundred paintings that I need to go through and label and and archive and not and just kind of get situated so it's easier to find something. So if somebody buys painting number 512 it won't take me a day looking through 1700 paintings to look for 512 based on what it looks like uh, so there's a lot of organizing that i need to do which i don't know if i'll do that right away but because there's other things that i wanted to get done this week that i didn't get done but uh yeah a very unmotivated just very distracted so distracted like so much so that I would be like I would I was in these cycles of just looking at things on my phone going from one app to the other you know going from Twitter to Instagram to to TikTok and all the different accounts that I have on those different platforms and just I was just constantly cycling through checking the numbers on on Etsy to see if anything checking the numbers on my my NFTs to see if anything's changed, just to see if there's any traffic, just to see if anything is kind of trending in a positive direction. And I think part of one of the reasons why I've felt unmotivated is kind of like a depression type of a reaction because of all the work I did. I was hoping to have a bigger splash, a bigger impact 
uh, for doing those things. I was hopeful to at least have one or two sales by this time last week, this week, last week, hoping this by this time this week I would have have made some money doing all of the things that I had done in the past two weeks, but it is it's just another moment another lesson another reminder that uh you know field of dreams was not that accurate <laughs> if they build it they won't won't always come they won't just show up uh it takes more more than that and you know every time something i take a step in the right direction or maybe multiple steps in the right direction i have this feeling of like oh this is like I'm going to have some traction because of this. And there might be some initial traction, but then it 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 just goes away almost immediately. And it's something that you would think I'd be used to now, but uh it it is a little disheartening considering the fact that uh I mean, it's just it's it's harder to be positive and optimistic when you have been doing something for over a decade and it really just doesn't seem to be from one set of analytics doesn't seem to be uh moving in the direction you had hoped it would be moving in uh however from another direction the direction that i choose to focus on and have chosen to focus on primarily throughout the decade plus that I've been attempting to do these, grinding on trying to do these things, uh, is to just focus on getting better. And that's one thing that I have upgraded. There's been some upgrades to how I do things uh, that I feel are, I'm putting out a slightly better product today than I was two weeks ago. So on that side framing it in that way i am pleased and happy with myself that i've continued to grow despite the fact that i have moments of doubt that i have moments of severe depression that i have moments of just why the fuck am i doing this The Many Faces is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that I started many years ago. I release a new face every day, but go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF, that stands for The Many Faces, Go check them out, browse the entire collection, and when you decide on a piece, or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out, and you'll save 10%. As a big thank you for checking out my work, for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said, let's get back to the show. But then I think of the alternatives. Like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, what else am I going to use my life to do? Am I just going to quit and try and get a job? Like, even if I got a job doing the things I do for myself, like video editing, audio editing, podcast producing, uh, YouTube 
producing videos, online videos, editing videos, uh, graphic design, fine art. Doing all of these things for somebody else is just as disgusting and as uh, like toxic of an idea as working minimum wage at McDonald's, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I have no problems doing all these things for myself. Like, I have no problem being the best employee I can be to myself. But thinking of having to be a good employee for somebody else, which I can't help but not want to be good at what I do. So even if I did end up losing everything, everything fails again, and I have to somehow get a job working for some company that doesn't give a shit about me, I will still try and be good at doing that thing, whatever it is. And I will hate myself for it. But the thought of me having to do all this stuff for somebody else, I just wouldn't be able to do it. Because I won't care about it as much as I do. Like I'm, It's so much easier for me to put in the time and effort to do the best work for myself. And to do it for somebody else, I would definitely, at first I would, but I would get so tired so fast. I would be burnt out immediately doing what I do for somebody else. Because it wouldn't be my vision. I would, there would be aspects of what they're doing that I don't agree with. And then I'm just, I'm, I'm, and just doing those things, knowing that I could have been doing those things for myself, is just, it's like the most tragic idea that I can think of. And over the years, there's been opportunities for me to potentially produce other people's work. And I never followed through with it because every time I got closer and closer to that being a reality, the more I realized that I would rather just be doing that. I would rather be doing that stuff for myself to hopefully become my own boss and make my own money. So, you know, maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot or have shot myself in the foot. Although most of those jobs that I would have, that I thought I wanted, like most of those people, I am not even remotely a fan of anymore. So it would have been it would have been hell on cuz they would have been people that I actually liked at the time. They were people that I I liked at the time and would have wanted to work for. But now so much has changed. So much has changed that like I would not even be happy working for them, let alone doing stuff that I could be doing for myself for them. Uh so anyway, it's been a a distracted very out of focus week i spent a lot of time watching er i mean obviously i watched all the movies that i'm reviewing this week and uh, a bunch of charlie kaufman films that i'm doing my top five of uh tomorrow but you know aside from that instead of doing the work doing extra work either releasing new nfts or working on there's a bunch of SEO stuff that I want to upgrade and improve on on my website and other places that, like, I didn't do any of this week. And uh, most of that time, aside from just cycling through the different apps on my phone, was uh, watching ER. I've been enjoying ER. is a show that I loved when it came out. It's surprising how much I remembered the first season which is amazing the show kind of 
the way it's, the first season of ER is directed is awesome. It has a lot of long takes. You got cameras like like constantly moving. You have characters constantly moving. It is like almost it is like controlled chaos. Everything every episode of ER in the first season. And then after the first season, it tones it tones way back down. There is a lot it is it is produced in a way that's probably a lot more sustainable for a show that was putting out as many episodes as, as they were. Uh, but I, it's it's crazy, like dipping back into a show that I remember watching as an early teen and uh, and remembering episodes and just like loving the show, like how much the first season of ER stands out is amazing. Like it is so good. And uh, even still, even though it, it tones way down in its, in, in its style and, and, and kinetic energy that it had in the first season, I still really enjoy it. All the different storylines, different characters, uh, actors coming and going, uh, like seeing p- people that are huge today doing like roles, like these bit parts where they're just in an episode, just like some side character in an episode. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Where I'm at right now in the show, I think I'm in season four. Uh, it's uh, a lot of AIDS. A lot of AIDS talk. One of the doctors got AIDS. And uh, it's uh, a, a, an issue. It's an issue. Because it's hard to be uh, in medicine uh, when you can potentially transfer, uh, especially at the time, a very deadly disease to somebody else, to a patient. Um, but a lot of AIDS talk, which is kind of crazy how, like it reminded me of how much AIDS was the main topic of conversations back in the nineties, just so much. And now you barely hear about it. I mean, now, because it's, I think it's so manageable and, and to, to the extent where I think it's, it just is undetectable in people that we've gotten such a handle on. It's not as big of an issue, but Back then, it was, like, so big in the 90s. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. But yeah, I, I really, I'm really enjoying watching ER. That has been kind of the one thing that, uh, I don't know, it, it, it doesn't make me feel good that I've been distracted. And I haven't even been. And when I say watching ER, it's on in the background. Like, I am not necessarily following every episode. Like, I'm not watching it in order to review it at some point. It is very much just a show that I have on in the background that I am like there's there's storylines that I just I'm jumping into in the middle of and 
jumping out of before they get resolved. But I, I don't know. I'm not that interested. It's just kind of been fun to have on in the background. Um, and some great actors that, that, uh, some bad actors too. There's one main actor from the first few seasons that was just horrible that they really tried to, to give like big emotional scenes to this actor and it just epically failed. And eventually that, that actor is no longer on the show by season four, uh, but they really tried, and it was just a bad. It was just like a stinker of a performance, and it was a main character. I don't want to dig in. I'd have to like look it up to see the character, but it was one of the female doctors, and she her acting was just so bad, so bad. She was basically just reciting lines. There was very little to to no acting actually going on, despite the fact she had she was the character that had the sister who was addicted to. I think speed she had a drug addiction and the sister ended up having a kid but then she would disappear all the time and so she was in charge of take you know kind of raising this kid she kind of had a little uh fling with one of the other doctors uh who also had a kid whose marriage was crumbling uh but just a horrible actor and eventually she's not there i i don't know i missed the episode that where she left but she's not in season four so Anyway, uh, I've enjoyed it. It's on HBO Max, and uh, it's so many seasons, like 13 seasons or something like that, uh, hour-long episodes, and they did like 20 episodes. Like It's a time in TV where they cranked out shows, so it's not that surprising that they, they kind of throttled back on their production from the co- constant kinetic energy that they had in the first season to more subtle. They still go into it. There's still moments of chaos because it's an emergency room and crazy things happen. So the cameras, you know, will will move accordingly. Actors will be hustling and going everywhere. So they'll still have aspects of the energy that that first season had, but it definitely got toned down after the first season ended. Uh, but yeah, that's been my week. Not a whole lot. Just got my my working area, my living area, my studio space is rearranged. These the large components, the furniture components of it. Everything's spaced out in in a great way, I think. And uh, it just up to me now to not be so distracted this next week to try and get some stuff done and have some more stuff to talk about uh, on next uh, raise days. But yeah, that's been my week. Very uneventful. Having like tons of sinus headaches. Like I haven't been drinking for over a month now since like middle of December, although my roommate made me a drink yesterday and then she gave me uh, a drink uh, a few days, you know, a week ago or whatever. But I haven't been like aside from those two drinks I've had. That's it since uh, like the end of December. So I'm kind of uh, angry with the fact that like, Every like I've had ankle pains this week. I've had a lot of aches and pains in general, but like had a lot of tons of ankle pains, which I'm assuming now is arthritis that I had attributed to like maybe it's gout from drinking so much. I get head like these sinus headaches because the the weather and just allergies and things like that. These headaches that I would have attributed to drinking the night before. 
I don't have the my I, my body doesn't have those excuses anymore. It's just it's just I'm old, and things hurt a lot more a lot more often. Uh, so yeah, that's been my week in pain, distracted, didn't get a whole lot done, but it is what it is. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. I got everything. Like I got the necessities done, got the necessities done. I streamed my art. I've been streaming, uh, my paintings, my live paintings on TikTok every Thursday at 4:20. Those have been going decent. Uh, I'm trying to, I want to do more streaming. Uh, if I can get my TikTok numbers up on the, uh, Ray Taylor show account, uh, I would like to do live streams of when I record these episodes. Uh, but I'm pretty far from that threshold on, I think I'm close to 200 followers and you need to have a thousand followers. So we'll see how long it takes for that account to pop off. A lot of people, a lot of Joe Rogan simps are not happy with me. Had to block somebody the other day that found out I'm, I'm not a fan of Rogan anymore. Um, and uh, just uh, it's it's a lot of Rogan drama, which I'll probably talk about more because constantly. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, who knows what else, what else of Rogan has come out? It's just like the every every bad thing he's ever said or done on his podcast is being exposed, and it's it's kind of uh, I don't know. From for me, it's it's fun to watch because it's just a rich millionaire, rich white dude millionaire. Uh, if anything's going to lose out on a paycheck, he's not going to be canceled. He can set up his own server if he wants. Podcasts in video form and audio form existed before Spotify. They existed before even YouTube. Joe Rogan has quite a bit of money. He could set up a server and host all of his podcasts on his own. Still get his advertising money and just not be exclusive to Spotify. He could have his own thing. So I don't feel bad about Joe Rogan potentially missing out on a paycheck. Boo-hoo. Join the club. I'm not a millionaire, but let me tell you, Joe Rogan fans many, many years ago, the super fan, one of the super fans of Joe Rogan, probably close to a decade ago, uh, cost me a lot of money. So I don't really have any sympathy for the fact that Things that Joe Rogan has said on his podcast are going to potentially cost him money. I don't think it will, but that's all. That, it's not like he's going to jail. His First Amendment rights aren't being infringed upon. It's just a paycheck that he's fighting for. All these people that like think he's like some kind of First Amendment hero like are ridiculous. All these people that think getting deplatformed is the same thing as free speech. Get out of here. This is being arrested for speech is a violation of your First Amendment. That happens during protests. People who protest are having their First Amendment violated constantly. Not Joe Rogan. Anyway, that's my week. How about that? That's my week. I hope everybody else is having a good week. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.